Bitcoin's little brother explodifies how you can track all your cryptocurrencies and we're giving away bad coin. It's all here on episode number 12 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition. Who's bad? Joel Tom on this side of the microphone and Travis Wright on this side of the microphone in a different state. It's really two different microphones all at the same time through the wonders of technology. Yes, we always record this in different locations with different microphones through the same web interface. It's magic, yeah. folks. Thank you all for listening, for tuning in. Got some great content for you today, and uh, we just want to say we appreciate you, and uh, there's some really cool stuff coming your way. So let's jump in. I have prepared today, while Travis was counting his coins, I prepared for you a special Coinbase tutorial. For those of you who have not yet gotten started and you know you're maybe a little iffy on on how to do this uh you know one of the things that coinbase likes to do is give away free bitcoin when you make your first hundred dollar investment and we've got a special link that will accomplish that for you uh and it's at badco.in forward slash coinbase but what i did today while travis again was busy stacking crypto in his mind right because it's not it's virtual um i created a tutorial and did you get a chance to look at it trev no i was too busy playing with my coins (laughs) that is not the sound of cryptocurrency that is the check out my bitcoin you guys that is the sound of silver (laughs) hey if you go to our uh page on facebook which is facebook.com forward slash bad crypto or you go to for uh, youtube and look for the bad crypto podcast you'll find our coinbase tutorial that basically leads you through how to get started with coinbase make it super easy i think it's a eight or nine minute tutorial in its totality and uh, it's also on badcryptopodcast.com you can't miss it so did you just uh, say totality that is a big buzzword this week is it it is yeah with the whole uh, eclipse happening and whatnot the totality of the eclipsity of the sunity. Yeah, I think on the day that we do that, I'm going to have to Photoshop like you know the moon covering up a Bitcoin or something. You know, it's going to, it's uh, <laughs> blocking out the dollar. No, that was Total a great eclipse I, of the coin. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wasn't I, that a song by what's her name? Total eclipse of the coin. Yes, yes, yes. Total eclipse of Bitcoin. Tutorials for you guys, just for you, because we want to do extra. So it's a bad crypto extra. Go find that. Yeah, yeah. We like to throw extra stuff up on YouTube. Uh, We're having fun doing some video action here and there. So if you do like the video, uh, give us a comment on it. You know, give us a thumbs up on it. Let us know you like content there. I know that most people who are on the Bad Crypto podcast, they love audio only. So video may not be y'all thang. And if you don't like it. Don't click the thumbs down. Just turn to somebody around you and just and give them, them the thumbs down. <laughs> <and> punch them. 
<laughs> this video sucks. Bam. That's horrible. Uh, hey, let's move into this week's question, which comes from Omar. Hey, guys, this is Omar. Uh, I've been loving the podcast so far. I'm actually really new to cryptocurrency. I have a question about um, offline wallets or, I guess, paper wallets. Do you guys have any recommendations for where to go and do that through? Omar, great question. And I did actually post the answer to this because you emailed us, you left a voicemail, you texted us, you sent us. He knocked on our front door. I saw some smoke signals. <laughs> um, I did know Morse code. code was coming in. Yep. And the Pony Express, he was like, I'm going to get on every angle possible. And yeah, great question around uh, paper wallets. And there is a great link to that in our show notes uh, by Coindesk. And they talk about how to create uh, uh, paper wallets, why you want a paper wallet. A paper wallet can be as simple as you just writing down your private uh, secret key and your public key on a piece of paper and throwing it in your wallet. That's how simple a paper wallet can be. Uh, you can also get as extravagant as creating QR codes and pasting them on a dot and then printing them out. So they kind of look like a dollar thing. Right. Um, so there's different ways to do that. And I think Coinbase has the very best uh, tutorial or not Coinbase, uh, Coindesk. Coindesk. Yeah. Something coins. You know, Travis, we also, uh, the main topic of episode seven uh, was what's in your crypto wallet. So there's some more information there. But just to, you know, kind of remind you guys, when you are storing your keys on your computer, um, then if something happens to your hardware and you don't have a backup, right, uh, if there, if it's a hard drive-based wallet and, uh, you know, you're vulnerable, you could be hacked, there could be malware, uh, you know, your, your computer could get stolen, uh, gremlins could come in the night and take all your crypto, who knows, but if, it's, if your keys are all stored digitally and there's no backup, then, you know, adios to your, your coinage, but a paper wallet, kind of uh makes it so you're in control of it but there's some problems with paper wallets too right i mean you can lose your paper i mean the same thing happens if you lost your hundred dollar bill guess what you lost a hundred dollar bill you don't have it anymore it's paper it's ink um it's fragile you know if it gets wet uh you might not be able to read it if there's a fire you know what happens to paper and fire so you need to think up you know creative ways to make sure that your digital and your paper wallets are safe but um, Travis is right. There's a great tutorial on Coindesk. We're linking to it in the show notes. And it should solve all of your paper wallet problems. Yeah. And there's another there's another issue that's been happening this week that I noticed. I saw a, a few posts on Reddit. I saw some on the Twitters as well. So you really want to pay attention when you are going to um, your your exchange that you're using. So you only want to keep the coin on the exchange that you're actively trading back and forth, right? If you're not trading it, you want to get it off of the exchange. If you are on the exchange, by God, you need to make sure that you have your uh, two-factor authentication going because if not, you can have a big problem because here's what's happening to some people. Uh, They are actually clicking on a link that looks like Bittrex, except the I is an L, Right. And you can't really tell that when you look on the URL that it's not an I. 
And so you need to make sure that you have your two-factor authentication turned on because if not, this one dude had about, um, I think he said $85,000 worth of Bitcoin and Ethereum and all of his other altcoins. Basically, within 15 minutes, somebody, he went in, he, he logged into some the, an incorrect Bitrix uh, that he didn't type in and he got it somewhere else. It, it was an L instead of an I. And what happened was... Some person got in, whether well, he logged into the account and he didn't have t- uh, 2FA turned on. So basically this B-L-T-T-R-E-X, what happened was they spoofed the site. The, the guy goes in, types in his username, types in his password. Boom. Now they have his username and password. They went over there, changed his email, went in there, sold all of his altcoins for Bitcoin, oh and then took those Bitcoins and then transferred those off of his, off the site. And guess what? That's not insured. And no. so um, you got to make sure that you put your stuff in a cold storage, put it in a, a, on an offline wallet, put it in a, a hardware wallet. Again, if you are, are questioning about that, like Joel said, episode seven, when we talked about what's in your crypto wallet, uh, there's some really great tips and tricks in there. Cold um, storage. Is that like putting it in the fridge or something? It's cold storage. You could, like you could actually, I could see somebody who doesn't understand, you know, uh, going, you know, the like uh, grandma invests in, in Bitcoin and she takes her paper wallet and puts it on ice. You know, well, it honey, the freezer. You told me to put it in cold storage. It's it's as cold as it gets there, sweetie. I even put it in a Ziploc baggie. Um, I actually sent you an email. As long as we're talking about you know these kinds of errors, many of the um, the cryptos and especially ICOs are using Slack to communicate with their community, and I have received three messages today that looked like they came from slack okay they the format of the email looks identical to slack and it said um i think the one i sent to you was for the um the coin metal which is symbol mtl which i'm in that slack group mm-hmm. and it said that they are giving out um one bonus medal to everybody that's holding like a hundred of them. And I'm like, that sounds weird. This is no longer an ICO. And the link goes to um, your my Ether wallet. But when I rolled up my mouse over my Ether wallet, it was my um, E-T-L-E-R wallet. It, it's a phishing site. So you got to watch out. Make sure that anytime anybody is saying that you can claim anything or it's requiring you to log into any of your wallets that you check the link to make sure that it's legitimate because if I had lo- clicked on that link and go oh I'm getting free metal and logged in uh, it would have looked just like my ether wallet page it would have been identical I guarantee it and if I wasn't paying attention I would notice that the site wasn't secure and the warning um, might not be showing up and if I logged in with my key guess what now they've got my key and they can log into my real ether wallet and take everything I have there so just be careful out there kids hey let's move on to the news Generally, today, the market was mostly down with the exception of one coin, Bitcoin's little brother, Bitcoin Cash, explodified today, 
reaching as high as, let me take a look here and get a number from CoinMarketCap. It looks like it went as high as $720 today, currently sitting at $654 um, just a few days ago. Uh, let's see, August 17th, it was at 300 And for those of you that don't know, oh, that was yesterday. So yesterday it was at 300 And uh, today, which uh, is Friday, August 18th, 728 So if you were holding uh, Bitcoin Cash, your money doubled overnight. Money doubled overnight. And some people are going, well, why? Why is this happening? Why, why is that going on? And so what really yeah, happened? Why? Do you know why? No, tell me why. I do know why. Okay, so, we all want to know, Travis. You, you tell all us. want to know why. So basically, what's happening is is Bitcoin Cash has um, the mining for Bitcoin Cash has has flipped towards profitability, and so it is now more profitable to mine for Bitcoin Cash than it is to mine for Bitcoin, and so more people are moving over uh, to. Uh, Bitcoin Cash. Now, what's interesting is that there's been some challenges and, and people were curious about the eight megabyte block and if that was going to be a problem uh, or not. And they think that that Bitcoin may hobble, you know, moving forward because they're, they're getting a, um, a back, they get backlog of transactions. The fees are going up on those. Um, and then the profitability for mining has gone down. And then once Bitcoin Cash mining profitability comes came close to parity with Bitcoin, then you know other miners are going to most likely start considering mining Bitcoin Cash as well. And uh, so that to me looked to be why Bitcoin Cash did spike uh, over a hundred percent from the day before. Really interesting watching all this. And of course, by the time you hear this, it could have, you know, totally flipped on its ear and you could go back and see that Bitcoin cash is back to 250 or something. You know, we don't know. Um, I'm really a big fan of uh, coinmarketcap.com to you know, really track what all the majors are doing. A little later on, we're going to share with you some other ideas for keeping track of your portfolio. Uh, but I want to talk about a story that took place yesterday and the fallout is still occurring and it's revolving around an ICO for a company called Decentraland. And I want you guys to know that as the show progresses, we're going to try to bring ICOs more into uh, the space here to let you know some of the upcoming uh, coin offerings that are having that are going to be happening and we're going to try to bring principles you know somebody to interview from those so you can be informed because you know we can go over the basics a lot here but many of you are eager to learn about what you know what's coming next and what's hot so uh, we're going to start weaving in a little bit more of that as the show continues but this decentraland what can you explain what the, the this startup is Travis ICOs are so hot right now, Mugato. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Decentraland, you know, I could. I don't really know a whole lot about it. I believe okay. you're the one who well, was well, going I, to. I can, uh, I'll do it then. You just you go back and count your your crypto. Um, so Decentraland is a distributed platform for in the VR space, virtual reality. Um, it's a shared, you know, like a MMO, massive multiplayer, virtual reality space. Where is it kind of like Second, second Life? 
Yes, if you can imagine Second Life, you know, where, okay, my real life is really boring. I'm going to go into Second Life and create a whole other me. And, you know, in Second Life, there's this whole economy of, you know, people creating these virtual elements and people paying um, in Linden dollars, which come from real cash. You know, it's its own little crypto um, environment they have, but it was never tokenized. It's just a, you know, an in-game token of sorts. And so Decentraland um, is launching this platform that's going to be in the VR space where owning virtual land in this virtual reality universe is valuable. People will be buying virtual property in this non-existent space that is purely in uh, imagination. Well, Here's what happened. They did this ICO yesterday. They raised $25 million in 10 seconds. Anybody who was trying to get in, they couldn't get in. It. I tried. I tried to buy. I, I sent, uh, I think, one Ethereum over to try to buy a few tokens of Decentraland, and it, it sat in error forever, and uh, then it got rejected and turned out that the demand for it was covered so quickly by what we call whales, right? A handful of people that sent massive amounts of Ethereum to buy as many tokens as they possibly could because they saw this thing being a big deal. Well, what did that lead to, Travis? Oh, this is actually how I I was I was tracking this via Twitter. I know Joel said that he was going to buy the the ICO. I had seen some people um, talking about it on Reddit, and I was like, eh, I, you know, I'm not a big gamer. I think VR is pretty cool, but I don't actually have a VR device. Uh, I, I have the one that you can put your mobile phone in, but it's not, you know, I, I think I do think VR is really cool. But I was like, this is one I'm not going to be a part of. Uh, enjoy, good luck, and then. Uh, I, we commented on something, and, and man, there were some people shooting so much vitriol out there. They were so angry mm -hmm. because uh, they said somebody bought 10,000 Ethereum worth three hours before the ICO started, and the the whole ICO lasted for less than a minute, uh, just a few seconds. I, I don't even know how long it is, but imagine this. This company had a raving group of fans that wanted to participate into this to grow the company, right? If you have a big, massive, you know, role-playing game, you need a community. And what they did by letting these, you know, this, these whales come in and buy 10,000 Ethereum worth three hours before the ICO even started, now these people who did want to be a part of it were excluded from it, and they are pissed. They are not happy about it at all, and I don't blame them. I think yeah. it was very unprofessional way of treating their community – and that's what one said. It goes, this lasted seconds, extremely unprofessional way of treating people in the community who supported you and followed the steps. You guys effing blew it by canceling the white paper. And this only lasted a minute. That's a joke. And then just everyone, there's 200 it's a, it's plus a tweet comments. Storm. There's, there's a ton. We'll link Worst to ICO ever. Yeah. We'll link to this, this tweet storm in the show notes. And here's the thing. You know, <laughs> Enjoy Central Land. <laughs> right, right, right. Because Decentraland, the idea is, is that nobody holds the power. The power is in the group, in the individual, um, you know, the, the, the 
I don't say it's in the individual, but the power is with the individual, but it's with a mass of individuals that are all co-creating together. So in this virtual reality space, the users create, they monetize their content. Um, there's, you know, they, they sell content that could be static 3D scenes or actual applications and property owner can rent out their land and, and determine how the rest of the users interact with them. But by having the power uh, control where you know the whales own the mo most of the land it becomes central land the whole decentralized idea now that said Travis I think it's going to be a hit in spite of it think so? I think there's some people that will boycott it but you know that's really compared to how many people will eventually adopt virtual reality these these people are a small small minority and, and I think you look it, at it, it i mean how many people you know invested in facebook early on or how many right. people invested in those so they were big big whales who bought most of the company and so it it's, it's just kind of ironic when it's a company called decentraland and it was all about the community and that's where i think a lot of these icos you know, you want to make sure that you cannot, that whales cannot come in and buy a majority of that company. You want to allow these, your community members who love and support you and want to be a part of you to own you, the coins. You don't want these, these whales to just do that. Maybe in some cases you do, but if you have a community that you're trying to leverage and grow and inspire to act within your platform, you're going to want to make sure that you allow them the opportunity to get in on these. This was a big mistake. They may become successful in spite of this, but wow, it was the worst thing. And then for them to come out and go, yay, it was a big success. Yeah. Big success. You got your money, not a success because you pissed off all your fans. They got torn up. So there's the warning and there's the news. And that brings us to our training session. And this is actually um, by popular demand because we've had so many people ask, whether through email or on Facebook or through our Google voicemail, uh, this question about how do you track your currencies. You know, if you've got some on Coinbase and you've got some in this paper wallet and then you've got, you know, some in a uh, web wallet, how do you keep track of all your coins in one place? Uh, well, guess what? There's an app for that. And I kind of wish that I was the owner of the app because then I'd sell it and I'd make money from the app too. But, um, yeah, but I'm instead, not. You, you created iFart. Instead, I created iFart. Fortunately, this app is available for you whether you are an Apple iPhone user or you are an Android user, and it's called Blockfolio. It says uh, you could download it, and their tagline is, it's awesome and free. Have you used it? No, I have actually have not used it, but it sounds – I did take a look at it. It looks like a pretty simplified uh, version of um, the method that I actually use. Instead. Okay, well, we'll get into that in a minute. Let, mm -hmm. Let's. I want to talk about this app here. Basically, you can put in any uh, currency. I think most of them are listed. You could even track them. You know, do you want them to be um, in the crypto to Bitcoin or to U.S. dollar or to you know Ethereum? You could do whatever matching pairs you want, and you simply add the coin. And then, if you want to add a buy, I bought you know five Bitcoin at X price on X day, and you put it in, and now it's it's in there, and it's going to track it. They're tracking over eight hundred coins right now. Um, it's set up so you can see charts for each one. There's some news stories 
employees that are in there and you could also set it up to notify you when the uh, coin crosses a threshold um, so you get price notifications as well. Again, it's free. It's called Blockfolio. 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 I am sounds sounds I Italian. Hey, come on here into the barber shop. I give you a blockfolio. Blockfolio. Uh, TP from my home. It's block. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk. It it is late. Blockfolio.com. It's kind of hard to say though. Three times in a row. Blockfolio. 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 Oh, where for out thou? Blockfolio. <laughs> Uh, I'm at blockfolio.com. So you guys can go download it there. Now, Travis well, they had a vaccine more... for that, though. Didn't they get rid of that? In the... <laughs> oh, that was polio. <clears throat> yeah, actually, I do have this app. I just have never used it, apparently. Yeah. So I don't actually put in my buys because I discovered it late. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I put in all the different buys I've done, I'd have to go back in time, you know, go look at everywhere that I bought something and find out, you know, put the date in there and what did I buy it? And it's just, it's a hassle. So for me, I just use it to track the coins that I hold, not the actual amount. I keep my own spreadsheet of my own holdings, but you have an even more sophisticated spreadsheet. Why don't you tell the people about that? Tell the good people about your Google Sheets. My Google Sheets. I have the Google Sheets. And um, there is a... There's a too much fiber in your diet, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I need to stay hydrated. Um, so Google Sheets, <laughs> that's bad. The and wheels have officially fallen off. Podcast, this is good. So there's an add-on to Google Sheets that you can do called Crypto Finance, and I have this in the show notes. And so basically, what you do is you download this add-on, and it will add it on into your Google Sheets. And so what you do is. Um, there's, there's these formulas that you can do. Uh, if you, if you are familiar with Excel and you understand formulas, this method will be for you. If you do not understand Excel and do not understand formulas, ignore this because this is going to be something that just frustrates you and you're gonna try to figure it out. It's gonna be a big pain in the ass. But basically what I do is, uh, with this eCrypt or with this crypto finance, um, plugin, I can then come in and say certain things. So I, I've got myself, my own spreadsheet where I have the top 150 currencies in there rated at the time that I, that I built this, I have the USD price. So crypto finance, um, you know, BTC to USD, and then I have the market cap and I have the circulating supply. I have the, uh, volume for the last 24 hours. I have the percentage change in the last hour, the percentage change in the last 24 hours and percentage change in the last seven days. Now, the reason I did this guys was because I was, it was I'm trying to surface which coins might be ready to pop. And so um, coin market cap by itself is not able to do it, right? It, it won't show you all of the data that you want uh, and you can't sort it with filters. Like I only want to find companies that have had a volume of at least two and a half million dollars in the last 24 hours that have a market cap of at least $10 million. And I want to see those companies that have made a nice percentage change in the last 24 hours in the last seven days. And I use this to sort of sort and find and identify different companies that are in different coins that I maybe haven't researched yet. And I go, Oh, well, why did that one just pop? And then I can go and look because tradition, traditionally what seems to happen with a lot of these coins is 
early on in the game, they have a nice big pop and then they come down a little bit and then they have like a little bit of time where they're chilling. And then the really good ones will then pop, pop, pop. And they'll, they'll hit that all time high again. And then they'll just kind of keep growing. So I just try to identify some of those, but then I also have another sheet that I use just to track all the different coins that I have, my Bitcoin, my Ethereum, the ripple, my Litecoin, my Neo, you know, all the other, all the other coins, 10 X, et cetera, et cetera. And then I have those. How many do I have? What's the value price right now? Boom. So I can see that on my spreadsheet. It seems to me Blockfolio is probably a way, way easier way to do that. I'm and just you're, a you're nerd. making my brain hurt, but you're kind nerd. of a nerd that way. And if you guys want to uh, have a research tool, then what Travis has discovered is uh, is really interesting. And uh, you'll find all the uh, links for the crypto finance for Google Sheets plugin in the show notes, and you can dig in there to whatever degree you want. Hey, Trav, are you ready? You know, I I am pretty sure I was born ready. Well, it's it's time. Uh, we've it? told people that you know we've been busy creating our own token, our own coin that is the official coin of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Uh, it's called Bad Coin. It Who's bad? Better. It sounds better when I say it like that. Bad Coin. Although I kind of want to record, you know, uh, a child going. Bitcoin, you know, or something like that. Maybe a valley girl, like, oh my gosh, it's Bitcoin. Um, anyhow, no, it actually you guys... should be bad coin with like reverb behind it, with you know, like a little slight echo. Bad coin. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we've created bad coin, and we have minted ten billion of them. Billion. Ten billion. Put your pinky finger to your, you know, um, lips like Doctor Evil. Ten billion bad coin, and uh, as of now, they're virtually <laughs> worthless. Right? They are virtually worthless, they're, they're and literally, literally, we're not selling them. This is not an initial coin offering. You can't buy them from us. However, you can claim them for free. And uh, as Travis promised, without us discussing it on the last episode, apparently we're giving away fifty thousand bad coin to any of you that want one. How, how easy is that? And I've actually put together another tutorial. Not only do you have the getting started with Coinbase and claiming your $10 in free Bitcoin tutorial to watch, but on the website and on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel, you will find a tutorial for claiming your 50000 bad coin. Bad coin. coin. These have no value right now, but you can trace them and, and they could develop value over time, especially if we decide that you're going to be able to use those bad coin as a token to exchange for something of value. So the only way to get bad coin right now is to have a BitShares wallet. And we told you about BitShares last week. It's bitshares.org and you can sign up for a free wallet. And the tutorial- you want to do that by badco.in slash BitShares because that's going to unlock the bad coin capabilities. Yes, very, very true. So make sure you you click the link that goes to badco.in forward slash bitshares and you will create your wallet and you'll ha you'll come up with a username. So there's going to be a post on our Facebook page, okay, which is facebook.com 
forward slash bad crypto. And it's going to have a picture of us giving away bad coin. It's going to be really clear. And I think we'll pin it to the top here for a couple weeks or so. And all you need to do is comment on that post. Don't comment on other posts. You have to comment on this post. Like our page because then we know you're you're there and you know one of our listeners like it but then comment on that post and say I want bad coin and put your bitshares username exactly as it is maybe put it in quotes so we can see it it's not case sensitive so that doesn't matter but whatever you come up with with your bitshares username that's how we'll know where to send it and then we will send you you will see 50,000 bad coin uh, appear in your account over the next 24 to 48 hours, depending upon how many we get and, you know, how quickly we can get those to you. Uh, it may we'll actually be by the end of Tuesday. Well, after you're, you're, or maybe depending on listen to this in the future. So yeah, I'm seeing the first batch of people because right now we have the uh, the whole eclipse thing going on and I'm going to be offline a little bit. So you're probably going to be offline as well. So. Uh, I'm never offline. Never offline. You, you, you got that in. new. You got that new Elon Musk uh, uh, brain connection to the to yeah. the internet, right? I've been permanently jacked into the internet since forever. I think you know. I was on. I went online in 1980 when I bought my TRS-80 Model One with 4K of RAM and a tape cassette player for a storage device, along with a 300 baud modem that you had to dial the phone and then put the phone on the coupler you know you hear that mm -hmm. i was dialing into bulletin boards 37 years ago so i've been jacked in That's for the majority amazing. of my life your middle name is actually dot yeah that it should be right and i should be getting royalties on every dot com um, website there is anyway we want to give away bad coin and um, essentially with what we've got uh, if we we figured if we give away a billion a billion bad, bad coin um, I, my calculator doesn't even go that far to see what that is I think it's like 20,000 people could get 50,000 bad coin however we reserve the right to cut it off at any moment so there you have it, bad coin giveaway. This is an opportunity for you to get currency that you can trade with for literally pennies and get used to buying and selling currency that's so cheap it's like you're handing pennies to somebody else. There's just there's nothing to it. It's a very safe way to experience um, trading cryptocurrency. Yeah, and what's going to be fun for you guys is, you know, all the folks who are on the uh, the Facebook page and and put your username in. Your username is going to be some letters and some numbers. You can't just have a full all full letter username. You have to have some numbers in there too. So it might be a username that you normally don't use. Uh, I just used. I think mine is. Uh, TW73 is mine. So four, four uh, characters long. And all those folks that are on that Facebook page, you know, each one of you guys can trade amongst yourselves. And I mean, once it, once it gets out there, then it be, it could, it could actually get value on its own, depending if you wanted to go on the market and sell it, you could. Right. <laughs> yeah, you, right? you have to trade it on the bit shares, um, uh, decks mm -hmm. and that's where it happens. And so, uh, go get your bad self, some bad coin. And Who's bad? Hey, you are, 
we want to hear from you guys. So please do comment on our Facebook page. Please do email us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. And if you want your question to perhaps uh, appear on a future episode of the show, we'd love to hear your voice. Call us at 708-885-9030. That's 708-885-9030. The Google Voice operator is standing by and she cannot wait to hear from you. Any final words for the uh, episode, Travis? You know, I want to say this. I want, this, is a, this is a great uh, review that came in from Razbot. Uh, you guys are doing a great job of educating folks on cryptocurrency. Tons of value. Appreciate the work you guys are putting in and uh, the very useful information and usable information that you are disseminating. Keep it up. Go crypto. The Love doctor. it. Love guys, it. thanks so much for your feedback. Thanks for listening. And until the next episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast, stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.